We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. The Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Levine with the runway. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're brought to you by betonline.ag. Jason, we've been doing a lot of emergency episodes lately because things are changing and changing quickly with the Chicago Bulls, and this is perhaps our best emergency episode yet. Gar Foreman, fired. John Paxson, elevated to senior advisor, a role in which he will no longer be involved in day-to-day operations, according to Casey Johnson. I feel like someone who thought this day would never come. Now that it's here, I don't know what to do myself, do with myself. It feels a little strange during a time like this to be excited about someone losing their job. But at the same time, the Bulls front office of John Paxson and Gar Foreman, just incredible longevity. Paxson with the franchise for 17 years in his title as the lead basketball executive of the franchise. Of course, he was with the franchise a lot longer before that too in different capacities uh foreman came in with tim floyd in 1998 unbelievable 22 years with the franchise so what a time jason we lived long enough to see this happen can you believe it no it's crazy and you i know you tweeted out earlier today some uh, basically congratulating ourselves for getting this done uh the, the righteous fan anger finally driving out Gar Foreman and then John Paxson getting reassigned to the senior advisor role, as you've mentioned, allegedly will not be around the team day to day, will not have much say in basketball operations. That'll be Arturis Karnaschovas, who was officially announced as the new executive VP of basketball operations. Uh, they say Pax will be like a resource, a soundboard. I believe Casey Johnson is a way he described it. So, I mean, it just seems like he's going to take this kind of no show figurehead job, get a nice paycheck and, kind of just be out of the way. Like, I mean, I know we wanted like the full, like a clean, just like moving on uh, to, to the next regime here. But I mean, I guess this is probably the best, the next best bet here. So like, well, I understand if you're still kind of worried that Paxson is there or whatever, it seems like he won't really have that much to do. So, I mean, it's, it should be a day of celebration for Bulls fans. And I know Bulls fans were enjoying themselves on Twitter and, and all this. And I mean, it's been a long time coming. Obviously, listeners to our podcast know we've been railing on this for a long time. 
it still kind of happened in a strange way. And even like t- today, some of the stuff they were saying and kind of confirming some of the reporting about how Paxson went to the to ownership in December and was like, well, okay, we need to make a change. We're like, net, we're behind the times. Like we're, this just isn't working. We're too set in our ways, which I believe is one of the quotes that was used. Like the fact that it took John Paxson, the guy who's been here forever this year, only in December to go to the front office, the guy who's basically been failing at the top for it, it took him to go to ownership to basically to make this change happen. Like that's super weird. And the fact that he's still there, still pretty weird, but definitely a step in the right direction for the bulls. Yeah, it's strange. We should talk about this because I did have quite a few people in my mentions who were like not satisfied with this Paxson outcome. People are saying, well, this is just car Pax now because <laughs> Paxson's still here with Karnaschovas. Uh I don't know. Like to me, it feels pretty satisfying. And I know that uh, Matt Bowles blogger on Twitter, he seemed to be more cynical, uh, but I don't know, like, if Paxson's not involved in day-to-day operations, like, it sounds like they're only keeping him on the payroll because Reinsdorf loves John Paxson, John Paxson is family to Jerry Reinsdorf. That's the only reason he still has a job in title only. But, you know, you look at the way the Bulls have already overhauled this, not just with Karnaschovas, but with Pat Connolly, with J.J. Polk. Uh, they're going to hire a general manager. Like, this is going to be a totally different franchise, right? Yep. Before the brain trust was... Paxson, Foreman, Jim Paxson, Doug Collins, Brian Hagen. Those were probably, what, the five or six most influential people in the room. None of those people are really going to have any influence anymore. And, uh, you know, while Paxson still might be employed, it feels like employment name only. Will Gottlieb titled it uh, paid retirement today. That's really what it sounds like. And, uh, you know, I got to say... Is this not the most satisfying tweet in the history of the at Chicago Bulls account? I'm going to read this one off to you. When this came across my timeline, I I nearly jumped for joy. Like my soul leapt out of my body. I couldn't believe what I was reading from the official Bulls Twitter account. Quote, Arturis Karnaschovas on Gar Foreman. Quote, we have, <laughs> we have different philosophies. Gar gave his best to the Bulls organization. Those decisions are never easy, but I wanted, but I was hired to affect change on this current organization. So unreal. Love it. Uh, Gar Foreman gone. Yeah. And hilarious. We see, uh, remember, uh, Travel Gaines, I think that's how you say his name, was Jimmy Butler's trainer, uh, who basically started talking shit about Gar after the trade, basically called him a liar, called him a snake, basically. He's basically having a little, uh, he's having a drink tonight in uh, honor of Chicago. He just tweeted a picture of a, some booze, and he had, I think he tweeted after the news happened that he was going to have a celebration tonight because clearly not good relationship there. We know Jimmy, uh, Joe Cowley did that whole that kind of hit piece on Gar a couple weeks ago before this all went down, kind of just detailing some of the issues that Gar had with the organization. There were some issues with Jimmy Butler in the trade because he kind of was blindsided by it. He didn't really see it coming. Uh, there was the whole Randy Brown incident about using him as a spy. There was obviously the stuff with Tom Thibodeau. Uh, there was the, the rift there. Uh, and there was this apparently stuff with Lou Dang's reunion and players weren't happy about it. There was like all this stuff and just like general, I guess, levels of paranoia and distrust. And Kali again tweeted today about how getting rid of guard is, uh, is, is good for like free agency and the bulls, the whole thing was just like people didn't trust him. And like, obviously I don't know the guy personally, but like 
there's just so there's just so much negativity it seemed like surrounding Gar Former with this organization that it was crazy that he was still around to begin with. I know they had kind of relegated him to the scouting role for this season, even maybe last season they kind of took away him took away his like role as the public face of the team. So, but there was still some there still was uh, some question whether he'd be a part of the organization still and whether they'd give him like a scouting role or whatever and Carnage Overs just comes in and is like nope like this guy is just like not gonna work here for us to move forward we have to get rid of him and they fired him and that's I'm glad I mean I think that's a good sign hopefully for this full authority for Carnage Overs is that he came in and basically is like this isn't gonna work with him here we need to move forward I need to hire a new GM and he's just basically gotta be out of here so I think that's at least a good sign a good start like, like you mentioned I know some people we're hoping that would be Paxson as well. I think we kind of were it too, but like from everything we've read so far, I mean, this seems like, like this is like the next best option, even if it's not quite the most ideal. Uh, it just shows like the scars of Bulls fans that even after the Garden right. News was announced, a lot of people were like, well, he got relieved of his duties as GM. Is he still around as a scout? Yep. Like, <laughs> is this guy actually fired? Can we celebrate yet? Or is in a very Reinsdorfian way, is he going to stick around the franchise for another 20 years? Because honestly, it's like a coin flip, right? Like it could have gone either way. Gar is gone. Gar Foreman is gone. Gar has been fired. Paxton. Yeah. yeah, And Paxson, uh, as has been reported previously, was reported again today that he was the driving force behind this. So, you know, so many times I've gone on radio interviews, TV <laughs> interviews, and the host will ask me, Ricky, if you were John Paxson, what would be your first move? And I give the same answer every time. I say, if I was John Paxson, I would fire myself because I don't deserve my job. And it seems like did we it. finally got John Paxson to do it. We made him hate <laughs> his job so much that he actually basically fired himself while still getting a salary, his full salary, we don't know. It certainly sounds like he got a promotion because now he's a senior advisor, whatever that means. I don't think that there's going to be like a thing we can look up to see how much senior advisors make in the NBA. But I assume John Paxson is still getting a hefty salary, if not the I'm entire sure. salary he had been making. Uh and yeah, it, it's over, dude. This is the Karnaschovich show now. I am satisfied with this ending as a lifelong Garpax hater. This was my mission to get Garpax fired. I hope that I played a small role with the articles I wrote with this podcast, uh, with just a discussion that me and you and a lot of other people in our circle helped drive on Twitter. Uh, I'm not exactly like giving myself a pat on the back for getting this done, but I do think that Part of the reason this happened, a large part of the reason, is because of public pressure applied by the fans. And, you know, this doesn't happen without fans chanting fire gar packs during Zach Levine's ESPN interview during All-Star Weekend. This doesn't happen without reports of fire gar packs billboards going up. This doesn't happen without fire gar packs nights being hosted at the stadium. It doesn't happen if the attendance doesn't take a big hit like it did this year. So this is the fans getting their wish and the fans getting their way. And let's hope Karnaschovas is better because we know this organization doesn't exactly like to fire anyone. Right. So they better have nailed this hire. Yeah, yeah. let's let let's hope so. There. Um, obviously, there was some of the other news that uh, Karnaschovas said today. Basically, that you mentioned the stuff about hiring a GM. That's the interviews are going to start hopefully sometime soon. Here, uh, we went over some of those names already. 
Uh, and then there's obviously Jim Boylan, who uh, actually put out a statement today after the with the hiring of Karnaschovas, basically just doing a bit of ass kissing uh, as he desperately tries to save his job. There has been no decision made on him yet. Uh, Karnaschovas did say that he's kind of talked about play style and stuff like that with Boylan, that there's going to be more conversations. There's no timetable for his decision on Jim Boylan. Obviously, we've talked about how firing Boylan's a no-brainer, easiest decision you can make. It would not surprise me if there's really no rush to hire to firing Boylan. They're going to put together this front office, hire GM, put together, uh, hire some other guys. And then I guess it wouldn't surprise me if they wait a bit until they see kind of what happens with the season. Cause I don't know if they like want to fire him now. And then like, I guess, I don't know who they'd elevate, maybe just elevate one of the assistants. They easily could do that, but maybe they're just going to wait until maybe there's a cancellation of the season or if they just, if the season actually comes back and they do it, Obviously, I think we both assume that the end result here is firing Jim Boylan. I was just, I did just have to laugh though that he put out the statement today, kind of kissing some rear end. So, as he tries to save his job. so funny because the only reason Boylan got that job in the first place was because he kissed up to his bosses, and now that's that's the first thing he's resorting to. Right? It's like he's just going to try to kiss up to the new guy. So funny when that statement came out i like actually couldn't believe it was real and that the team would even tweet it and issue it shouldn't someone have advised him like you know what jim you're not really saying anything here can't you just text arturis that you're excited he's around do you have to issue a public statement so that everyone knows you're such a kiss ass uh listen i mean i don't blame boylan i would not want to be in the position he's in either where you're about to lose right, yeah. a job that you love that you worked your entire life for the parallels right now, Jason, are just hitting me over the head a little bit too hard. But, uh, you know, Boylan, uh, I think that time will treat Boylan kind of well in regards to him being funny, <laughs> like not him being good. But I think that like we'll be able to look back on the Jim Boylan era and be like, well, that was fucking funny. Like, however, this goes from here. I hope Karnashovis gets the franchise back to respectability. I hope we can actually sign a marquee free agent one day. I hope the Bulls can have a sustained run of playoff appearances. And when that all hopefully happens, we can look back at Jumbo and be like, remember when he said they would double lose if he didn't hold the practice <laughs> at 9 a.m. the next day? And then he made Jabari Parker run wind sprints and Zach Levine do push-ups at center court. Remember when that happened? That was funny. So that's yeah. my main takeaway on Boylan. So many great Boylanisms. I think, yeah, this will be, obviously we've crapped on him a lot, but I mean, hopefully we will look back and just kind of laugh at this whole thing with the mutiny and like the Boylan, Boylanisms and all that. And obviously made for some great fodder for us, even if it wasn't the most positive because the, the Bulls sucked and were losing a lot of games. But hopefully if they get good here in the next few years, let's hope that we can just kind of look back and just laugh at the Jim Boylan era. Um, I guess last few things here, we could talk about some of the stuff that Karnaschova said himself because him and he and Michael Reinsdorf had a, had a little conference call today, this afternoon, just kind of talking about the general, the hiring, just his hiring, just what he, some of the stuff he wants to do here. I, they obviously talked about the coaching search, which we just talked about just now. Uh, I'm going to pull up NBC Sports Chicago had a good just kind of takeaways piece on, on this whole thing with Karnaschovas. Uh, he talked about player development, about how that's so important. He, he did kind of hype up the Bulls young core and if you guys listen to the podcast we did with TJ McBride uh, talking about, he thinks that he kind of thinks that uh, Karnaschovas isn't going to come in and like do anything crazy. I know Ricky, you've talked about how you wouldn't be surprised if he makes a big trade, but TJ said that he thinks 
Uh, Karnaschovas will love Wendell Carter and Lowry, and I mean Levine's obviously pretty good. And then Kobe White's there, and Karnaschovas talked about talked up the young core, talked up the dra- the Bulls drafting in recent in recent years, and that he wants to make sure that player development is a is a huge a, a huge part of the, building this team. He talked he kind of talked about team building and building through the draft, agency, and trades, and he's I think he's really into building through the draft. Uh, so we'll see kind of what he does there. He kind of talked about the style he likes. He talked about high pace, moving the ball, being a good passing team, multi-positional players. And that's something in high basketball IQ stuff. I mean, that's something we've been missing from the Bulls in recent years is they really haven't had smart players. They haven't had two-way players, haven't had versatile players, which if you look at the, these some of these core guys, you do have questions about that. So you wonder, like, how much does he actually like them? Like, will he try to move some of these guys out and bring some – uh, bring some new talent in. We'll definitely see about that. Um, and then obviously, and the, one of these last takeaways is that he's kind of a no-nonsense guy, which is great. Uh, they talked about how their organization's at a crossroads, that there's no skipping steps here in this rebuild. And they know they have a lot a lot of work to do to bring back a champion to Chicago. He knows the history here. Uh, he knows he knows the fan base is is upset. They're passionate. So hopefully this guy is... I mean, he said the right, he said basically said all the right things. He, I, I would say he won the press conference. I know that's always a big thing in Chicago media, but do you have any main takeaways here from Tarish Car- Karnashovas' comments today? Not really, but I like everything I've heard about him from other people so far. I like all the quotes out of his mouth. The Gar quote, instant classic Hall of Famer, <laughs> moment of the decade in Chicago sports thus far, beginning the 2020s. Uh, and I think that like even people who are involved in the Bulls front office or who were involved last year would still agree that like this is for the long term benefit of the franchise. Like even John Paxson fucking agrees with this. Right. And he was the yeah. guy who was in charge. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are also acting cynical about Paxson supposedly like taking credit for, you know, driving this change and stepping aside and. People are like, well, screw you, John Paxson. We still hate you. I actually think that like this is just another signal that the fans drove Paxson into paid retirement because, um, you know, would Michael Reinsdorf have made a change like this had Paxson not suggested that it happened or demanded it happened? I think no way. Like nothing I've seen from Michael Reinsdorf, and I hope I'm wrong, but nothing I've seen his has shown that like he's been giving the franchise great leadership. And firing Garpax was a really easy move to make. It was a no-brainer move, whether they wanted it to happen or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with Paxson getting credit for it, I actually believe that to be the case. Uh, I don't know if there are people out there who are like doubting that that's a story. I think there's still some people out there who think that Paxson's going to like have influence within the organization that this isn't good enough. I'm saying that as the, one of the top fire bar gar packs guys on the internet, that this is good enough for me, that it does feel like the old regime is dead and it's an, it's a new day in town. Yeah. I, I do understand the skepticism. I've written it a few times. Like I get it. The questions will see, but still be there. Paxson's not there, but I mean, it sure seems like you talk about the point of like fans driving him out. I, I think Cowley wrote in an article, like a week or two ago that Paxson was getting like pissed at fans getting mad at him and like him, the people thinking that he was a big part of this and like that him, the, the gar packs thing like upset him like personally that, that he's basically wanting to step back and fire himself. Again, he kind of tried to do it along like a decade ago and now he's doing it again. And this time it, it actually basically worked. Uh, and yeah, so I think when you mentioned that stuff about him, like not really wanting like that big role anymore and not wanting to get shit on by fans, like, 
it seems like that's pretty legit at this point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's that's it for me. We wanted to keep this short today. Just quick, uh, a quick little celebration here of the Bulls moving on from the, the Gar Pax era is officially dead. Even if Paxton's still around, Gar is gone. It is the Arturis Karnaschovas show. Ricky, you got anything else? We good here? I think we're good here. All right. Awesome. As always, uh, shout out to Blue Wire Pods. Go listen to all the other great podcasts across our network. Shout out to the guys over at the Chase Down Podcast, our, our great Cavs pod. They're doing awesome series, City of Champions, going back and doing pods for every NBA Finals game from 2016 when they upset the Golden State Warriors. I believe they just released their one with Bomani Jones today. Go check that stuff out and all the other pods across the Blue Wire Network. Shout out to our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. And for us, Cash Considerations, please rate and review our pod. Let us know how we're doing. You know where to find us on Twitter. Our pods were on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to your pods. Uh, for Jason and Ricky, this has been Cash Considerations. I think up, coming up next is The Last Dances this weekend. I think we're going to probably do something on that, so that should be a lot of fun. I know Bulls fans and NBA fans are super excited about that coming up this weekend, so I think we're going to be talking about that on our next pod, assuming we don't have another emergency pod here coming up soon. So we'll talk to you guys later, Talk to you, and we'll get ready for The Last Dance.